0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Thanks for joining us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcasts. Just search FFSN, That's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cash shorts on the Nordahls YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. up everybody it's time for another episode of that's rather cavaliers and my name is relly where we are excited to talk about the cleveland cavaliers it's been a while since i've talked with you guys it's a lot of weird stuff that's been happening but i'm back you feel what i'm saying life trying to lose weight it's a lot of stuff dude a lot of pressure was on me but like i said it's calf season and i just got my mind right you get what i'm saying but i need you to do me a favor right because if y'all are listening to today's podcast wherever you're listening to this too, right? Maybe Spotify, maybe Apple Podcasts, maybe iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening to this podcast, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to click that share button and I need you to share it to two or three people that has never listened to this podcast before because we need your help to grow this podcast. Podcast because we got a lot of amazing content. We're talking about the Cavs, right? We're legitimate about our Cavs. We're tuned in to our Cavs. Anybody that knows me knows how I get down with my Cavaliers. Uncle Tate, Big G. We are for real about these Cavs. But today I have a lot of topics. I got three good topics that I want to get over with you guys because it's a lot of stuff with the Cavs is going on. And I'm excited. You're excited. I'm excited. And you share that's rather Cavalier. That's even better. But hey. This is how we're going to start it off, right? Because I told you, this is going to be a good recap. This is going to be a recap of what we know thus far, right? Well, all the stuff that's been happening, even today, right? October 17th, it's a lot of movement going on in the NBA. And it's a lot of people that's trying to, A, get money, B, make more roster spots for throughout the season, and C, finalize who they believe their roster, their top 13, top 15 is going to be throughout the season. Now, We've seen a lot of traffic going on in the NBA, right? Right now, like, we've seen a lot of stuff. Victor Oladipo actually was traded, right, for Kevin Porter Jr. They got some pieces back, you know, some picks. OKC was able to load up, and they waived um, Kevin Porter Jr. On Houston's side, they did get Victor Oladipo, but it is believed that he's going to be bought out, and he's probably already going to be bought out by the time this video is released. But I'm just saying, with the expectations of Victor Oladipo being bought out, That gives a team like the Cleveland Cavaliers an opportunity to get a player like Victor Aladipo. And it's actually rumored that Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm going to say it until I get it right. You feel what I'm saying? The Cleveland Cavaliers is highly in the running to acquire Victor Aladipo. Now, this would be a great move if you look in the perspective of Victor Aladipo is a really good defender. He's a vet. And he understands his role, especially playing with Miami, where they're super-duper disciplined. And that is something that the Cleveland Cavaliers can use if we're trying to push our team to the next level. Now, the negative of that, right? <laughs> the negative. Victor Depot was hurt, man. Victor Depot is not the same player he once was on Indiana. You feel what I'm saying? Shoot, he's not even the same player he was on Oklahoma, let alone what he was in Orlando. You feel what I'm saying? He is not the same Victor Oladipo. We've seen a player that we fell in love with in terms of how we've seen him dominate games and be competitive in order to be a uh, player that kept his team in the running. You get what I'm saying? But now now that we're in a situation where we have to make smart moves and Victor Oladipo very well could be in the buyout market, I do believe... The Cleveland Cavaliers should be targeting Victor Oladipo. He's a good defender. Yes, he's short, but he gives us versatility on the defensive end, and he has shown us what he can do offensively. Yes, he's not the same player. He is not the same player, but he is an intriguing player you can add to your roster that gives you dog mentality and as well give you a player that has done it before. You feel what I'm saying? That gives us that type of energy that we have been looking for throughout the offseason and then also I want to talk about Amani Bates because it came out that Amani Bates is probably going to be playing most of his games in the G League right the Cavs is probably going to pit him in their G League affiliate right was the Canton charge um and I'm gonna be honest with you um I'm not sure how I feel about that not saying it's not a bad idea like when 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 teams pit players in the in their G League affiliate or if players want to go to the G League affiliate I have no problem with that because I mean what they're doing they're tuning their skills right I think Dennis Smith Jr. said it the best like he told New York hey man just pin me down there because I want to play ball you feel me and for a player like Dennis Smith Jr. it helps improve their rhythm and makes them more consistent so by the time they get to the the NBA or just the real affiliate team you get what I'm saying they're on it right they're energized they know they're 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 role, they understand what they have to be as a player, right? I have no problem with that, but I do think Amani Bates is not going to necessarily gain anything from the G League affiliate. He's going to get rhythm, don't get me wrong, like he's going to get rhythm because he's playing still and all that, but I feel like with a player like Amani Bates, you got to throw him to the big dogs, right? You got to throw him to the big dogs early because a player like that, you have to give him rhythm with the right players. You have to get his confidence up with the right players because if he shakes let's say a Kevin Durant his mindset is like shoot Kevin Durant can't guard me and that's the type of player we need on the Cavs and he's a he's a good player like we've seen him in the preseason he he can score he can score he's confident and he knows that it's not a lot of players that can guard him right especially when it's not a lot of players that can guard Monty Bates like I have to bite my tongue because early on in the before this, uh, the draft started, I was like, maybe we shouldn't draft Amani Bates. I was wrong. <laughs> I was clearly wrong. I was hugely wrong with a player like Amani Bates that has shown that he is a scoring threat. He has things he has to work on, which is things I have said in prior videos, even before when I said we shouldn't draft Amani Bates for X reasons. But these are things that I have to realize myself or things you can improve on. Right, and these are tasks that the Cleveland Cavaliers is going to improve on with Amani Bates. Like IQ, that's something you have to get repetition wise. The only reason it's scaring me because we had a player like Colin Sexton that had the same problem. The only difference was, I think, with Amani Bates and Colin Sexton that I honestly did not get credit for. Colin Sexton was inherited the keys, right? So it's harder to kind of like just a player that has the keys because how he's going to look at it as I'm winning you games and I'm the one that's pitting you in competition. In You get what I'm saying? So he's not going to really change he's a young guy, but Amani Bates, he's in a situation where he's not the franchise player. He's not the star player. He's not a starter. He's just barely on the bench. Not, not saying, you know, he's a bad player, but I'm just saying he's barely on the bench on the main roster. So how his, his mentality is looking at it is he knows he has to improve if he wants to get valuable minutes. You know what I mean? Like, he has to improve. And I think that is what separates players from being good players to great players to elite players. And I think Imani Bates has the opportunity to be an elite player. I think a lot of the players in the NBA realize how talented Imani Bates is. A lot of fans, including myself, is realizing how talented Imani Bates is. So I can honestly see Amani um, Bates getting minutes in the main roster honestly maybe if you can like because he is on a two-way if we can just hedge it where he's like half and half like maybe you know some throw him in some key games and then when it's not a key game just throw him in the um in the g league because honestly i don't want him playing any non-meaningful games like if we're playing against the i don't know the detroit pistons i don't really want him playing against them like, we don't gain anything from the Pistons. No offense, but the Pistons is not really a team that's focused on making it to the playoffs. Like, like maybe if we play in Indiana, because I know they're a grittier team, they're hungry. Even if they don't make it, they're going to make you work hard for it. I can see us pinning them out there against that team. Maybe Orlando now, since they're probably going to... Um, aim to get to the playoff maybe if we're playing a Sacramento you feel me like those type of teams maybe a Golden State team if you're really confident in Imani Bates put him out there with a Toronto team that's always gritty gritty and hungry so you, you kind of know the teams that's like going to be up up under you you get what I'm saying so you, you're used to that like I don't want him playing against a Houston Rockets that's team. as much game. as I like Jabari Smith Jr like I don't want to see him play against that team that, that team sucks you know what i mean like we have to make it worth the while for a Bates, and i think that's something jb bakerstaff and kobe altman has been discussing i feel like you have to when you have a player that honestly can't be the exact player we need the exact player that we've been praying for especially at that position like a small four. you know how rare it is to find a player like a Bates. that's why i have to bite my tongue a little bit because it's like dude I wanted Michael Porter Jr. And we essentially just got a Michael Porter Jr. Right? Like, right here at an even cheaper price. Like, we got him. So, right now, we have to establish everything we've been saying we need to establish with this dude in order to make him that elite-level player that we're seeing. You get know what I'm saying? I think that's going to make the difference between making him a great or making him a good and great player. And I want to end today's conversation with this topic here, right? Who will be the X factor for the Cleveland Cavaliers? Who do you believe is the X factor for the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Because I've seen a couple of different players. I've seen Yang as being an X Factor. I've seen Karas LeVert being an X Factor. I've seen them say Keris Avert and Ty Jerome is gonna be X Factors off the bench. Um, honestly, I might cheat this a little bit because I truly think he's going to be the X factor. And this might not even be what the articles That's is the trying to get at. To get Maybe money. they just want to get, uh, try to get you to find like a gem on the Cleveland Cavaliers or whatever. But honestly, I have to be honest with myself. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be the X factor for the Cavs, right? As, as easy as that sound, when you think about it, I truly think it's going to have to be Don because Don is an incredible scorer. He's an incredible player. And Don has shown interest now that he may very well sign an extension with the Cleveland Cavaliers, but we have to show him that we're competitive. But the problem is, I think that starts with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell has to take over. Like, I know sometimes we look at teams and players like, hey, you got to get your teammates involved. But Donovan Mitchell has to be the one that shows these guys, hey, I'm going to be, like, like the mindset almost got to be like, hey, man, you know, I need you to know right now when we're down 15 and it's fourth quarter and it's four minutes left, give me the rock. Give me the ball, right? Like, give me the ball and I will make something happen. If you get the ball, you get the ball. If you don't, you don't. Just get out my way, man. <laughs> and honestly, you need players like that, right? Because this is what makes the difference between good teams and great teams. Like, this is why Kyrie was so important to that 2016 Cavs run because Kyrie was that guy. He, like, even though you had LeBron James, but Kyrie would be like, hey, um, when it gets tough, uh, I'm going to make that shot. I'm going to take that shot, and I'm going to make that shot. You feel like you need a player like that that's going to be like, hey, out of 10 possessions, I'm, I'm taking eight of them because I know nobody nobody of this five that i'm seeing can guard me and let's be honest it's not many players in the nba today that can guard donovan spider mitchell it's just not which is why i know and which is why it has to be this donovan mitchell in certain games is gonna have to completely take over we do not need passive uh, passing Donovan Mitchell that we've seen in the playoffs briefly. And I understand, like, it's not not saying it's his fault because it's not. You feel what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that it's Cleveland been Cavaliers been got been to improve on. on, but Donovan Mitchell, he I think he knows. He knows in the back of his mind, like, he can't play like that if the team is going to win. We do not need you to be James Harden. Like, that's, that's really what it is. We don't need you to be current-day James Harden. Like, Yes, it's amazing that you can score and then you can dish it out and make your team feel good. But was we winning when James Harden was scoring? Or was we winning when James Harden was passing the rock? You feel what I'm saying? This is what's going to make the difference between a good team and a great team. Like, Donovan Mitchell is such an amazing talent. Such an amazing talent. But Don gots to know. We need him to pick that ball in the rim, which we know he is the greatest at doing right now. Like, we talking about scores. We talking about dominant players. We witnessed Donovan Mitchell score 70 at wheel, and it was nothing they could do about it. And you know why? Because Donovan Mitchell is that guy. And this is why I know Donovan Mitchell is going to have to take that leap because we know he has another he has another cheer to his game right like if you're talking about if you think Donovan Mitchell is this this S tier player what do you think Donovan Mitchell is because even if you take Cleveland out of this Donovan Mitchell in my opinion is a better player than, than Devin it, I'm, I'm sorry he just is and this is this is a season where I think Donovan Mitchell is going to have to show the league that he is the best guard in the league like Honestly, like he's the best. And if you want to be clean and about it, Donovan Mitchell is the best shooting guard in the NBA. Any shooting guard you want to name, I, I I'm gonna take Donovan Mitchell. Which is why I know Donovan Mitchell is gonna to have to get to Donovan Mitchell. We don't need to see. We don't see we need to see Mr. Mitchell. We need to see Spider. We need to see Spider because Spider wins games. There's no argument to that. Spider wins games. And we need Spider, we need Spider to be Spider if we're really going to contend with the Boston Celtics team, the Milwaukee Bucks team that's loaded right now. Yes, we have to make small improvements here and there, but it all is going to start with the X factor, the true X factor in Donovan Spider Mitchell. Now, if you like today's podcast, I need you to do me a favor. I need all the people listening to go to that share button on Pandora, maybe iHeartRadio, radio maybe Apple Podcasts, maybe Spotify. I need you to hit that share button and send it to two to three members that has never listened to this podcast because we are on the way when we need your guys' help. But I want to thank you for everybody listening in because I – this has been a while, man. It's been a while to talk about Cavs, and I'm so excited that I had the opportunity to talk cast with you again. And we're going to we're gonna be back at it. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to try to do these weekly recaps every week. <laughs> try to tune it up, use some creativity, get some voices in here, do this, do that. But I just want to let you know I am thankful for y'all for listening to today's podcast because we are motivated, I'm motivated to get to the chicken. So with that being said, we'll see you on the next episode of That's Rather Cavalier. <laughs>